Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode on this really cold, beautiful, crisp December day. It's December the 12th, and yesterday it started snowing. I was in Nep Estate doing a yoga retreat, and it started snowing, and it was just so, oh, so atmospheric. It really was nice. A little bit worried about how I was going to get home because this was like 4.15 p.m. Um, and the sat decided to take me on a grand detour, which was not ideal, I have to say. But I tapped into my spidey sense and made sure I stayed on the A roads and didn't go down any B roads. Anyway, I'm digressing. Well, sort of and sort of not. So I didn't have a pre-recorded episode put out this week and I thought to myself, what am I going to talk about? So I was sitting at my desk, really trying to eke a podcast episode out for you. And the more and more I was trying, the more and more my neck became tense (laughs) and my jaw became tense. And so I decided to go out for a walk. And whilst I was on my walk, I text my friend Zoe and well, I I voice clipped her because voice clips are so much easier than texting. And they just allow for this stream of consciousness, which is so, so useful in this day and age. It allows us to really process our thoughts. And she said to me, just speak from the heart. You know, maybe today's not the day. Maybe skip doing a podcast episode today. But I just thought to myself, you know what, I'm just going to show up as I am and let you know what's been going on for me recently. And hopefully you might take something from it. It might inspire you to do the same or give you permission to just show up as, as yourself or give yourself permission to just take take the foot off the brake a little bit right now. Because there is a lot going on. There is a lot going on in everyone's lives. Um, there's a lot of change afoot. That's what it feels like to me. It feels like there's a A huge amount of change going on in, it sort of feels like we're almost going into another COVID, but, but slightly different. So change in terms of the economy, the inflation rate has gone up, interest rates have gone up, fuel prices have gone up, and it feels like we're going into another kind of stasis that we did when we were going into those lockdowns. And I think what's so important is for us to really implement what we learned from the first lockdowns. So instead of, you know, indulging or overindulging, and instead of allowing ourselves to sort of sink into a depressive state, perhaps it would be useful for us to do something different. Maybe, you know, reflection is such a useful tool, isn't it? When we allow ourselves to reflect and look back, we get a chance to do something differently next time. So that is what I would encourage you to do. That's what I, that's what I'm doing right now. Everything has gone quiet. Even my ovaries have gone quiet. So I went to the gynae clinic the other day because I needed to have an internal scan because I'd been having a bit of spotting, but it was just a breakthrough bleed. Um, and the lovely nurse said, oh, your ovaries have gone quiet, which is what we would want to see at this time of your life. And I thought, well, what does she mean by that? And she means that I'm not ovulating. So everything's gone quiet. It feels like there's this just sort of retraction and we're not meant to be pushing at the moment. Now, as someone who is approaching very, very close to probably even in 
my menopause winter, you know, so my internal, my life winter, when I reflect about what winter is and how we are in winter right now, very beautiful winter, in fact, at the moment, everything's very still. It's not raging. It was raging, but it's still now, which is nice. When I reflect on what winter actually means, it really is this retracting, this hibernating. And for me, it's been a lot about dream weaving. So what do I mean by that? Going into my unconscious, my subconscious, but also my superconscious, my imagination and letting it all percolate. I feel like I'm a piece of salmon being marinated by all of those gorgeous um, spices and herbs and oils and sauces. And that, that, that flavor is gently, slowly kind of permeating my skin, my muscles, my bones, and it is becoming me so that I take on this rich new flavor for when things start to open up again, for when I start to, you know, come out into the, or past the menopause year. So, you know, I always find this time of year so, so, so interesting coming up to the winter solstice. It's a shortening. Everything is becoming shorter and there's a closing down that's happening and so much more reflective. And if we just push, 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 we're going against the richness that this time of year has to give us. And You know, I think through patriarchy, we have all been brainwashed to believe that the only valid way of being is doing, doing, doing. (laughs) Like paradox in that statement, I know. (laughs) The only way of being is doing. But there is another way of being, and that is being. And that is, I don't know about you, but I've had to really learn how to tap into that part of me. So the part of me that is intuitive, the part of me that is connected to the juice of life, to the unseen, to the magic. And that's not always come naturally to me. Although I think it it maybe did, but I didn't know what it was and I I wasn't able to name it as such. And so now I'm really understanding that or now I'm understanding what is available to me in the silences. So I can't think of anything more wonderful than doing nothing all day right now, because in that nothing, so much comes out, so much creativity, so many ideas, you know, whether whether it's poems, whether it's just thoughts or a synthesis of information, or like a reflection of how I was in the past, how I am now. There's so much juice in in my thinking that it's really sort of taking my creativity to a whole new level, but also it's taking my self-acceptance to a whole new level as well. Because if you know that you're okay on your own, sitting there with yourself, that gives you a lot of power and it gives you a lot of freedom and it takes that fear away because usually we fear being on our own, don't we? We fear the the fear. We fear the, the negative emotions that come up. But if you can be with them and be with yourself, you no longer have to live in fear and tightly control your external circumstances to try to avoid 
those um, potential moments of not wanting to meet yourself. So, you know, we're deep in the throes of winter, we're deep in the throes of darkness. And darkness is another thing, isn't it? Now, I might be the only person on the planet, I don't know, let me know, but I absolutely love the darkness. I love the cold. I don't even mind the wind and the rain. Um, and last year on my YouTube and on my, I'm just going to turn that off, on my, um, I think it was a Facebook Live I did, and it was all about how to celebrate the winter solstice, how to celebrate darkness, like reclaiming darkness. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes because since doing that, I have really been looking forward to winter so that I can now go in and embrace the darkness myself. Um, I know there are lots of negative aspects in that we have to turn the lights on, which costs money. We have to turn the heating on, which costs money at the moment. And I would love to know from you how you are dealing with all of this. Like, what are you, how are you compensating for it? Are you, um, are you not putting the heating on? Are you just saying, fuck it, I'm going to put the heating on and deal with how I'm going to pay for it later? Are you trusting? Are you, um, are you sort of living in fear and thinking I've got to make more money somehow? Yeah. So for me, we're quite lucky. We live on the fourth floor and our flat's very warm and we get the heating from underneath. So we've literally only just had to turn our heating on. And a few years ago, Graham bought these giant Udis. So I don't know if you know what they are, but they're, they're it's like a cross between a hoodie and a dressing gown. It's basically a massive hoodie. Uh, it's baggy, it's fleecy, it's gorgeous. So we've been getting into those every night and then just piling on the blankets. Because I, as a menopausal woman, I actually like it in the evening if my head is cold. If my head is cold or cooler, it just helps that melatonin, it helps sleep and things like that. So um, that's how we've been dealing with the cold. We've just been snuggling up a little bit more and um, we started to feel sorry for our dog. So we're, we're investing in some pyjamas for him. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, there's been lots and lots and lots of things that we've been doing and thinking about. And actually, it's been super nice to just become a little bit more resourceful. Because I think that it's very easy when there's no energy crisis I think it's very easy for us to become more flippant and throw stuff away. But I'm really enjoying being more resourceful with my food, with my time, with the heating and lighting and things like that. So I'm really enjoying that and, and leaning into it so much more. Now, yesterday I went to a yoga workshop at the NEP estate, as I mentioned, with the lovely yoga teacher, Helen E.D. And it's the second time I've been. I love NEP. It's such a beautiful estate. It's all wild. There's wild ponies there. Um, it's all wild land. And they just kind of let it, let it grow. Uh, I'm sure it's more complicated than that, but that's essentially what it is. It's, it's unspoiled land, uh, not subject to, you know, agriculture the way that it is. And it was such a beautiful day. So Helen is a very, her type of yoga teaching is quite unique in the sense it's not like vinyasa based. It's a lot of body exploration. And when I was observing her teaching, it looked a little bit like 
the basics of contemporary dance. So there's a lot of spiraling. There's a lot of moving 360 degrees and moving in a way that your body is not necessarily used to moving because we get so stuck in familiar habits and patterns of movement that we do the same every single day and so by doing this kind of these unusual movements where your body goes one way and your head goes another and you're sort of spiraling it helps the neural pathways it helps to sort of blow the cobwebs off those neural pathways and 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 the pathways between the mind and the body so that you get to experience your body in a totally different way that's what I love about it now Helen talks a lot about the fascia as well now I would love to get someone on she did recommend somebody for me actually and I'm going to try and get her on to talk about fascia because as I'm starting to understand Fascia is quite a magical force. Helen called it liquid crystal. And when she said that, I was like, oh, my God, this is really painting a picture in my mind of what fascia actually is. And there's some real like juju around around how it's like the web between a physical and vibrational part of our existence. So it's like the link between the two. And um, fascia, if, you, if you're not aware, is like the kind of skin under our skin. It's like the connective tissue. It's like webbing that sort of connects everything. And one of the fascinating things that she was trying to describe to me, and when the penny dropped, it's like, oh, my God, wow. When we are an embryo, you know, we, we make like one piece of material. And then from that piece of material, likely a protein, is born other pieces of material as well and um, so essentially every part of us our bone our blood our muscle our fascia our connective tissue our skin all comes from one thing and in that sense every single part of the body is linked because it all comes from itself that was a real mind-blowing moment this is why I love in-person retreats because you know, you get to have these conversations that might not necessarily be sparked if you're online or, you know, it's, online feels a little bit two-dimensional sometimes. So, yes, getting out into the world, wonderful yoga retreat and fascia. Um, that reminds me, my yoga retreat with Zoe Swan is still happening. We're still planning. We've just been so busy doing our own sort of things. She's been doing some retreats. So Zoe's been doing some retreats in Belgium and uh, in the UK, and she's been to Goa as well. I'm going to have her on the podcast pretty soon, but I'm going to make sure I do it at a time when it's appropriate and when we've got something to tell you about the retreat as well. So we're still looking for the ideal place. Did consider NEP estate, but it's not really what we want. Um, Yeah, so we're still looking, we're still planning, it will happen, it's just taking a little bit longer, but I'm absolutely trusting the universe, I'm trusting divine timing that everything will work out for the best and it's just going to be wonderful and I think because I'm going through such a big shift at the moment I'm everything is changing for me I am sure that all of this stuff 
that I'm learning about will, I need time to process it. And that will then form part of the the workshop, the retreat, the, the day that we're going to have for you. So yes, I'm a big believer that everything happens at the right time. Okay, so just before we finish then, I wanted to let you know about this So I've recently been diving into the topic of genius, of creativity, of intuition, and that weird world of the super conscious mind. So as a hypnotherapist, I work with the subconscious mind, the unconscious mind, and as a coach, I work with the conscious mind. So the super conscious mind is your creativity, your imagination. And this morning I wrote on my whiteboard because I'm I'm studying this book at the moment and I wrote on my whiteboard, what does genius actually feel like and what does it look like? So I just wanted to share some insights with you around that. So genius is this idea that we have all of the answers inside of us and when the, the trouble is because we're so influenced by the outside world, we can end up losing our connection to our inner wisdom and our inner genius and our inner voice. And that is one of the reasons why I have decided to stop having my therapy at the moment. So, you know, when you when you talk to a lot of people, you get influenced. And then you, as I said, you forget who you are. You forget that you actually have a guiding force inside of you. And it's just become so much more important for me to follow that internal guidance and that internal wisdom. And so this book has come at the perfect timing. It's called The Natural Laws of Success by William White Cloud. And I'm currently in the process of weaving everything that I am learning within that into my um, work of the menopause and the subconscious mind. So there is a book brewing. (laughs) I have a document open on my desktop and I'm looking at it. It's the title. I'm not going to tell you what the title is, Um, but I have started doing stream of consciousness work to get all of my ideas out and on paper and formulate it. So I think what had happened is that I had become, I I had felt like a lot of stress building up in my body and realizing that a lot of that is caused by trying to exert my will over things happening in life And a lot of the work around genius is about surrendering, letting go, live and let live, tune into that super conscious, imagine it, use your imagination and quieten yourself down. This is why the winter time that we are getting into is so pertinent right now, because the, 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 magic, the co-creation process, the intuition building and winter does feel like a perfect match to me. (laughs) And so I am quite thrilled and quite excited to be receiving this work and having this time to be able to synthesize it into what I know about the menopause transition. And I think that's why I found it quite hard to bring you a, a 
a topic today because I'm sort of in the middle of things right now. I haven't fully formed my ideas. So the old ideas I had of brain fog and, you know, hot flushes and nutrition and uh, all the the sort of -of run-of-the-mill menopause stuff, that's still there, that still stands. But I have this new layer of awareness that's now coming over the top and I don't know what that's going to look like until I have just really played with it and allowed my genius to develop this concept, this idea, this model, this book, (laughs) whatever it is. So that's what's happening right now. Now, I have got so many episodes. In fact, I'm going to recommend some episodes to you right now. So the episode I'm going to recommend you listen to um, over the winter period is episode 71, Rest as Rebellion. That's a beautiful one. And episode 66, Dealing with Difficult Emotions. Have a little listen to those two episodes and I'd love to hear from you and let me know what you think about those. So yeah, in a nutshell, this idea of genius basically means passion what do you what are you really passionate about it's like stoking that fire and this is what winter is helping me to do like regenerate the the cockles <laughs> regenerate the adrenal warm the cockles and regenerate the adrenals so that you can find your passion again because if you're knackered if you're exhausted passion is the first thing that goes passion in the bedroom passion in life it just goes. So we need that foundational level of rest to help us to to help things get born from that. Ideas ideas come from passion, right? Um, and it, action and implementation of those ideas has to come from passion as well. Otherwise, we've just got no energy. Um, genius also feels like imagination. So I've been doing a lot more um, imagination meditations at the moment, which have been amazing. So on Insight Timer, there's loads of them on there, especially with things like archangels and, um, you know, otherworldly beings and things like I love all that stuff. And it's just a good way of exercising the imagination to imagine, you know, crystal temples and other worlds. And yeah, it's all part of that flexing that muscle really, because from that comes other things as well. It's not just about luxuriating in those kind of gorgeous landscapes in your mind. Other things will get born. Ideas will get born from that. And then the other thing about genius is, uh, yeah, being guided by your own hunches. So you have to know what your hunches are versus other people's hunches and not imitating other people, which is difficult in this day and age. Um, And yeah, just opening up to this idea of I don't know. I don't know. So like allowing yourself, allowing space to be allowing allowing things to be born out of space. So that's kind of like what I'm doing at the moment. I sort of feel like this episode is not really about very much in particular, but as it's not as it's not about very much in particular, there will be something that is born out of that. I don't know, that might be a conversation that you or I have. It might be an idea that comes 
from that? Who knows? We just don't know. We can try and tightly control, but the more we tightly control, the more I I think the more knackered we get. Of course, we need some level of control in our lives, but if that's our main MO, you soon know about it because you soon become run ragged and exhausted. So I think I'm going to wrap things up for now. It's a bit of a shorter episode today, a bit of a stream of consciousness, but hopefully you will have got a few pearls of wisdom from it. Remember, if you're liking these podcasts and you really believe in getting the word out there about menopause, midlife and mental health, then please subscribe, leave a review, or you can help to support the running cost of this podcast by buying me a coffee. Just go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Sally Garozzo. Your support means that we get to reach out to more people who need to hear this message. And happy people means a happy world. Your interaction might very well help to save another person's sanity. And of course, if you'd like to comment on any one of these episodes, come and find me on Instagram. I'm at Sally Garozzo Mind Mentor or send me an email info at sallygarozzo.com. And if you'd like to send in a question, head to the SpeakPipe link in the show notes. All right, folks, thank you so much for your support. It really does mean the world. Have a great week and I'll see you next week. Bye for now.